Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Tried and Tested Podcast. If you're not familiar with my show, I'm your host, Tracy, and this is a dating and relationship podcast, which we discuss every avenue of dating and relationships, um, anything from first dates to breakups to marriage to just everything that we have to go through as humans in between. I believe that relationships are the one of the biggest parts of our lives, and it's something that we deal with every single day, and so... You know, thank you so much for tuning in. And today we have a special guest. We have my girl, Katia. Say hey, girl. Hi. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited to have you. Um, So we're going to just kind of jump right in. <laughs> hey, I'm excited. Yes. So the topic that we have today um, is called Get Yourself Together Therapy 101 juicy <laughs> yes so you know when it comes to dating and relationships I really truly believe that um oftentimes a lot of issues that people have besides being uncompatible like um is that people don't get the help and the assistance that they need mentally whether it's from childhood trauma whether it's from bad relationships um so that's kind of like what I want to talk about today I so, like that Yes, honey. I think it's really important. So I wanted to ask you, what is, like, what is therapy? What do you, you know, <laughs> people of color may not like it, but what is therapy? Uh, honestly, for me, I feel like therapy is a way of getting an outside opinion on a issue or, or a circumstance that you may be going through at the moment. Something that you're trying to get over or find a new way out of. Okay. All right, so it's a way that, like you said, work through issues. So do you feel like this is something that everybody needs or something that certain people need? Like, who needs therapy, you think? Um, Honestly, I think everybody can use some therapy for something or another, whether it's for uh, any childhood trauma, any past dating experiences, Um relationships with siblings you know how to manage stress you know it, it can it varies so I feel like therapy is really open um to everyone that's looking to you know looking towards um going that direction okay so when it comes to relationships um do you feel like two partners need therapy as they're dating do you need you feel like people need therapy uh between relationships do you feel like people need therapy just on their own like in conjunction to relationships who do you feel like uh could benefit from therapy or needs therapy and why honestly i feel as though it's better to have therapy before you go into a relationship just because you want to make sure that any any baggage that you have is dealt with you know when you're going out on a date the last thing you want to do is carry your trauma as an accessory so you know I think it's important just to make sure that things that we haven't dealt with such as any abuse um any lying any whatever things that we know that we would take into another relationship you know um unwillingly that that's dealt with Okay, no, I definitely, I definitely agree. And so have you, in, um, I guess in dating or just in life, have you encountered people who you feel like they need to get some help, but they don't necessarily see it that way, or they don't necessarily, like, that's not an avenue that they're willing to go? 
Um, yes, absolutely. I've come across a few people. Um, you know, I myself has been a person that has uh, looked towards therapy um, just for a relationship standpoint with my mom, you know, just trying to heal from any trauma from that direction. Um, I do also feel as though, how should I put it? It, it, it's it's necessary it's necessary for it's necessary for the therapy to happen right before you get into a relationship so for example i've had an ex that he had issues with his ex and um just dealing with control issues you know you know whereabouts where are you going what are you doing and things like that and that just stems from him having issues with his own mom so you know, I just feel like it's very important just to make sure that, you know, we things like that are squared away before you think about talking to someone else. Okay, no, I definitely agree with that. And, like, I remember I met a guy, like, and I remember, like, we were, like, just chatting. And we were friends, but I think he was interested in me. But I remember, like, he told me that his ex used to beat him. And that sounds so crazy because I think that women don't realize, like, sometimes what men go through. But it was just like, so you could tell that, like, he was the kind of guy that if you got mad at him or you yelled at him, he would kind of retreat a little bit. It's a grown man. This man was grown, grown. And I'm just like, wow. Like, when I noticed that, I'm like, nah, like, you need help. Like, you need therapy because it's like the trauma happened and the relationship broke. But everything that you experienced in the relationship, it still happened. And it's not going to go away. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that that kind of goes into what I'm saying is carrying that as an accessory. You know, yeah. you you start to look at these people like they're the ones that did it and you know, we're not responsible for those problems. So it's like you got to make sure you come correct because you could be running off the one that was made for you, you know, the one that's aligned for you just because you don't want to deal with your own issues. So that's it's very important. Yeah. So I know that. Um, and like I said, for me, I think that there's different levels of what you have been through. Um, I feel like deserve therapy. So what I mean is that, like, let's say like I have a, a friend and I feel like since I've known her and I think we met in like 2007, like she's always had a boyfriend. Right. So even if she dated a man for six years, right, if they broke up in the next 30 days she would have a new man and so to me I'm like I don't really know too much but like it doesn't really seem like that's healthy right because mm -hmm. I think that it's when you've spent so much time with a person whether they were good whether they were bad whether whatever the reason was that you guys broke up you're never going to be the same person that you were when you began the relationship and so you now have to kind of look at the bad traits that you've taken on, the defense mechanisms that you've taken on and things like that. And so I truly believe that in between a relationship, one should take time to kind of unpack what happened, um, to kind of assess the situation, maybe with friends and family, um, and just really begin to see how they change so that you don't now take whatever baggage luggage whatever that you you know gotten from that person into another relationship because i think that people feel like oh we broke up but my partner was at fault 
And so in their minds, they feel like they're okay. You know what I mean? I I think I think that's great. But you know what? For me, seeing a person that jumps from relationship to relationship, for me, it's like you're trying to find your happiness within someone. And mm-hmm. You know, ultimately, you need to be happy with yourself because I feel like people like that are looking for someone to make them happy, you know, and that shouldn't be the case. You should know what makes you happy. A person should just be adding on to your already happy state. You understand what I'm saying? So it's, it's more important than ever to make sure you are straight before you decide you want to add someone on to that you know onto that plate because like i said it's unfair because you're putting now you're putting this pressure on this person to make sure that you're straight when you should already be mentally stable you know what i'm saying so it's very important and then unfortunately a lot of people especially people of color if i can say they don't really look to therapy as an option because it uh, like it makes them look a type of way but i also feel like that's because we don't have a lot of people of our color that's in you know that's doing therapy sessions so why am i saying that again i've had a person i have done therapy and my therapist she was a white woman so she couldn't really understand a lot of the things that i was going through because couldn't relate so you know that's also another roadblock too is if I'm going to the office to speak to someone I want to be speak to someone that can relate to what I'm going through precisely precisely and I also wanted to add like so like the reason why I said that not after every breakup because I noticed that at least for myself right back in the day like if I would date somebody um, I probably wasn't someone who, once I was in love, I didn't let go easily, but I think that I also grieved the relationship and kind of learned from my mistakes while I was still in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like when we broke up now, it was just a time for me to kind of just heal, but it was kind of like, I already got over the person. Um, so I feel like, I don't know, but I also, even me, I was like, well, Tracy, like, do you need therapy? But I think that the reason <laughs> I think that is because a lot of times the way we date, who we date, and what we put up with does stem from childhood, right? Yeah. If you have insecurities, um, if your family used to make fun of you about something, maybe if you don't have parents, like you lost one or the other, if you were molested, you know what I mean? Like, so there's so many things that I feel like, already you kind of start off on the wrong foot um Mm -hmm. and you deal with certain things and you deal with certain people based on the childhood trauma so I do feel like you know well yeah I feel like yeah sometimes I think that if you know you've been through certain things like that I don't think that it's that people don't necessarily like therapy but they like therapy from non-licensed professionals right Mm -hmm. so the man might feel like oh well, this is my girlfriend, so I'm going to open up to her. Or the girl may feel like this is my boyfriend, so I'm going to I'm gonna open up to her, you know, her. And then they give all of this advice and information to someone who cannot, you know, actually help them. You get what I'm saying? And so it's like, so I think that people like the idea of therapy. They don't like the idea of going to a therapist. Right. But how much can that person help you? You know, it's, it's like mm-hmm. you're you're putting all of that 
on your partner to be able to try to fix it when and that should be something that you're already coming you know that should already be something that's fixed you know what i'm saying i don't want to have to take on what you're bringing over here i don't want to have to deal with the, the the residue from your problems because you couldn't find a way to to deal with it it, it maybe yeah. it's i don't know if that sounds selfish no, but like I kind of want you, I kind of want you to come correct. Like if you, there's some trauma, there's something there, make mm-hmm. sure that that's dealt with. Because you know, nine times out of ten, you'll open up, and then all of a sudden, those issues becomes your partner's problems. Yeah. And you know, you kind of make it seem like they were the ones that did it after mm-hmm. a while, and it's like, whoa, this is what you introduced to me, but. I can't fix that. That's something that you have to you have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? So, it's it's very important. So I like what you said about well, so uh, about introducing it to them. So basically, I think that sometimes you treat people how to teach. I mean, you teach people how to treat you, right? And so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get too heavy into this, but I've had friends who have been abused. And mm-hmm. I'm like, by more than one person. And I used to wonder, well, like, when you meet them, are you letting them know that this is what happened in the past? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they feel like, you know, oh, well, that's how I have to deal with her or treat her. So I feel like that, like I said, I think that people feel like your partner is supposed to be the one to kind of handle this burden. But the reality of it is, is it's supposed to be a medical professional that's licensed and that I would say that you can actually, uh, what's the word? That you like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I I believe that there's going to be so many different people that are in this medical practice. And like you said, you had a white woman. Maybe if you're Hispanic, you want somebody Hispanic, but you don't just want anybody Hispanic. You want somebody that you can relate to. If I grew up in, uh, you know, I don't know, like on a farm and you grew up in the (laughs) inner city, that's like, like, you know, like maybe I can't help you, but maybe I won't be able to. And so I think also finding, you know, the right type of, um, like assistance but so how do you feel like you can break those those stereotypical mindsets and the reason why I feel like it's stereotypical is because a lot of what we learn we learn like especially as children we learn from our parents our aunties our uncles um I watched the show yesterday actually and it was um it was an Asian family and so the doctors are like, you know, the daughter is having migraines and it's like a grown, a grown daughter. She's having migraines and they can't figure out why. And they're like, well, it's from stress. And so, you know, we're going to, we're going to prescribe you to go to a psychologist. And the mother was there like, no, we don't do that. Like in our family, we don't do that. That's not something that, you know, that like, we're not going to be telling you our family business, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So on the show, the girl then jumps in front of a train to kill herself. and so it's kind of just like so people are going through things but the family that they come from they feel like therapy is like betrayal you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like you you were raped by this person or you were molested by that person but it happens to all of us we just keep quiet you get what I'm saying right or it can also be a factor of you know you've opened up and then people throw what you say to them your your how you speak to them in confidence they throw it in your face so now you're trained to want to keep things to yourself because the last time I opened up this person threw it in my face you know what I'm saying so that's also 
another condition that sadly that needs to be broken because at least you know when you're going to these um these professionals that that's something that they will not be doing they won't throw it in your face their job is to help you get through it you know so um it's 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 I think it's very important even as a couple even like you know before you get married these are things that's that's important just to make sure you have stuff squared away so when you do reach that next step you're not surprised you've dealt with everything and um you know the you can deal with new issues together so that's what it's about is leaving you know making sure the past takes care of, it, of itself and you doing what you have to do moving forward no, this is so, so true. And so I guess, I mean, we kind of touched on certain things, like as far as like the childhood trauma and all of that, th- those are reasons why you would need counseling or therapy. So for adults, right, what are some mm-hmm. ways that you feel like an adult would like, would realize that, hey, like I actually may need help. Like what are ways, you know, like that they can, people can identify that, listen, maybe I've went through all these different relationships and they're all failing. Like what kind of things in that arena do you feel like would allow someone to realize that, man, like maybe it's deeper than just me talking to my girlfriend or my guy friend or, you know, talking to God, you know what I mean? Like when do you now need to seek professional, you know, attention, do you think? I think it it's more a lot based on your environment, who you have around you. You know, listen listening to the key words that people are constantly telling you, like, girl, you're always complaining about this, or man, you always talking about that. So when you're like really listening on those key things, it's like, okay, maybe this might be a problem. Look at your circle of friends. Do you even have any friends? You know, oh. you have any friends? Why don't you have any friends? You know, huh? so. You, you know, if, if you are no longer in a relationship and let's really think about why you're not in a relationship. Why do they keep going left? Like really take the person out of it and say, OK, what is it that I could have done? You know, so it's really plagues on your environment and um, the people you have around you. Mm, that, that you really brought me to um, another like another thought process, because, yeah. I think that people, like, I see people and it's like, let's say we're talking about something like therapy and they'll sit there and be like, "Mm, because, yeah, you know, those people, those people. But the reality of it is, is that is the person who needs it. You know what I mean? But I like what you said about the identifying factors of being look at your circumstances. And I do. I think that if you're an adult and and I've heard people say this and I've mentioned it on other episodes that if you're an adult and you're saying that you don't have any friends, baby, you need counseling because something is going on, right? Right. Um, It's very easy. I mean, as an adult, it's harder to make friends. But I think that, especially like living in a place like New York City, for instance, going to work on the train, you begin to see the same people, you know, day in and day out, going to get food after work, you know, like there's places that you kind of begin to unintentionally make friends you know what I mean Mm -hmm. depending on where you live and so if you're finding that people don't relate to you people don't like you people always betray you like I think that that's where you have to kind of look at that I'm the common denominator because I truly believe that you cannot have a relationship if you don't have friends I don't think that that makes sense I think that you're missing because you need to be friends with your partner but that means you don't have the basic fundamental skills to you know to be a friend to that person you get what i mean 
Yes, absolutely. Um, that's very important. Um, you can't you can't run without walking. You know, you can't walk in taking those steps. So, you know, it's very important to to realize what any what issues you have if there are and trying to tackle that as soon as possible you know don't wait don't try to play it off like nah this is not really a big deal you know because it is you're getting older you you're gonna want people around you nobody wants to be by themselves so it's very important to like identify those factors of what what is it that i'm doing you know, it's not always somebody else. So what is it that I'm doing? What can I fix? Is it my mouth? Is it my attitude? You know, do I do I talk to people? Am I looking like just, you know, just trying to figure out what that what that looks like? No, this is so true. And I, I also feel like if you are a person that is codependent, right? If you need someone and you get someone and you begin to squeeze the life out of them, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like those are those are ways that you know that listen, I need counseling. Like I I can't, I'm afraid to be alone. But when I'm not alone, then I begin to possess what it is that I have and my, you know. So no, that's so true. And actually creates another problem in itself because if you're like I said, if you're looking for a person to make you happy, how mm-hmm. clingy are you gonna be? You're gonna be the person that calls all the time. They got a time limit on when they're supposed to answer you. You know, mm-hmm. you're gonna be around them all the time. They can't go nowhere, they can't do anything. They can't even yeah. go to the bathroom. It's like having a whole child. And yeah. nobody to date a child, like, you know what I'm saying? So the, you have to be happy within yourself first. Yeah. First nobody should be making you happy they should add on to it that's what it's about happy already Mm. no this is good this is good so like as we mentioned that you know therapy can be a touchy subject so how would you approach a friend if you felt like you know i think this is something that you could benefit from and that you need it like what would you say to someone Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because no, this is like this is true stuff. You know what I mean? I feel like we all probably know people where maybe we just kind of mind our business. But like literally, like if you had a friend that was coming to you with issues or you're looking at their relationship history, um, like how would you offer that advice to someone? Um, I'm honestly it, it, I'm going to need the Holy Spirit to leave me on that because <laughs> you you literally have to use discernment with certain people. You can't just come up to them and be like, oh, I think you need therapy. It is <laughs> like you, <laughs> it, 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 I don't know, maybe in a way of conversation, you could find a way to slip it in there or like, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't really tell you how because each person is different and circumstances different so there's not a one-size-fits-all response to that so everybody you literally have to have discernment with the friend that you have because you already know or family or whomever you already know how they are so you have to like kind of time out when to throw something like that in there and maybe you could start off with your own self if you were somebody that had therapy hey you know what this was an issue that I was dealing with I spoke to so and so about it they really made me feel comfortable what do you think about that and then fill them out on that as well or you could use a my friend and you know see what they think about it like you know I'm trying to get my friend to do some therapy what you think about therapy you know some stuff like that to try to fill them out first before you 
No, I really, really, really like that. And I definitely agree with, um, it's not one size fit all for sure. And um, as we wrap up, I do want to say I'm definitely going to do um, a specific episode with um, a healthcare practitioner um, for men who need therapy, right? Oh, Especially okay. men of color. <laughs> because, That's you know, women are suffering in their relationships. Um, they're suffering in their friendships because, you know, people are not seeking help. People are not doing what they need to do. So, no, this is definitely a topic that I think is just so important, you know. But and um, if I may, before you close, because uh-huh. I'm actually um, in school for, for counseling. So mm-hmm. just disclaimer, like, you know, counseling is not for them to tell you what to do. The job of a counselor is to guide you into making better decisions and to guide you out of whatever circumstances that you have in no way shape or form do they give you the answer so if you're going just for them to put a band-aid on it that's you already have the wrong mindset so just wanted to throw that out there no I agree and I think that you also have to do the work it's Mm -hmm. an uncomfortable process which is why sometimes it's better to do it while you're single to Absolutely. really understand, like, and you start with your friendships, not just because your friendships and your relationships kind of go hand in hand. Right. And across the board, there should be some similarities. And so, yeah, I think that this is really something that, you know, I think would make for better relationships. Um, I plan to go to school um, and get my PhD and, you know, and I want to, I want to study um, so, well, social psychology, which is like the study of why we behave the way that behave, you know, the way that we behave. I can't even talk tonight, mercy. It's a home, <laughs> but you know, because I'm like, I'm so like obsessed, I guess, with like the idea of relationships and how they form and why, you know, why they end and what happens. And so it's something I, I also like really desire and want to know more about. So yeah, but like I said, thank you so much for taking the time out tonight. Um, I, the question I should have asked you in the beginning, so we know where the insight is coming from. Are you single? Are you in a relationship? Or are you married? <laughs> Currently, I am single uh, until the Lord changes my story. All right. All right. That sounds good. So if anyone wants to find you after this podcast on like social media or something, where can they look for you? Under what name? Um, so under my name right now, I think it says Classy T on Instagram, where I'll be tagged somewhere near this podcast so they could just check me out. Okay. All right. That sounds good. So to my listeners, I thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope that this episode was a blessing to you. And I hope that, you know, if you are someone who might possibly need therapy, um, you can reach out to me. I know that there are some free resources, um, they're also, uh, if you have health insurance, I believe like they have like free telehealth visits and things like that. So yeah, but anyway, you guys will see my email and my Instagram in the description box and until next time, thank you all and have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you.